I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This is the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Yep. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York. Yep. The ESPN New York app. Yep. Or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN. It's time to go around the league. All right. There's not a lot of league to go around this week. We have only two games. Frenzy, by the way, coming your way about 15 minutes from right now. You can line up those calls. 1-800-919-3776. We start with the early game in Baltimore. Kansas City getting four, taking on the Ravens. Chiefs are always here. Ravens haven't been here in a minute. Maybe two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL matching up in this game. Should be a good one. Take, uh, it, it should take be a good us one. away. Take us away. It should be a good one. Looks like Mark Andrews is going to be back for Baltimore. Yep. Tooney looks two, like he's going to be out for the Chiefs. You got two of the best two of the best defenses in the NFL as far as you know points allowed. I think that Baltimore's defense is probably probably a little bit better than Kansas City's defense. I would agree right? with I think that. The other, the other issue I would have in this game... And I would have a hard time. I'm not telling you what I'm picking now, but, you know, given Patrick Mahomes four points, feels like a lot of points to give Patrick Mahomes. It certainly does. Certainly does. It, 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 this kind of feels like a field goal game, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, listen, Patrick Mahomes is the best. There is. And it looks like over the last couple of weeks, their offense is kind of starting to find their groove a little bit. But you got, it looks like Tooney's not going to play. Right. He's Marlon dealing with Humphrey a Humphrey may play in this game, right? Right. You got Pacheco's dealing with a, a toe. And then... Really, for me, my concern is, because this Baltimore defense is that good, who besides Rasheed Rice and Travis Kelsey does Patrick Mahomes have? No, I don't think there is a third guy. I mean, I, I think maybe it's it's Pacheco, maybe in, in the passing game, Edwards Hilaire, because he's a decent wide receiver out of, the, out of the backfield. But as far as who's your second wide receiver, I, I mean, I, I honestly, I don't even know if Tony's playing in this game. It's probably Valdez Scantling. Yeah. And he had a couple big catches in the last game. He did have at least, yeah, at least one that that long play to start the third quarter. But uh, again, I mean that that concerns me because this is this Baltimore team, this defense, the way Lamar Jackson is playing. Because I think I've heard I've heard a lot of people, um, you know, how to how does Kansas City win this game? Well, you know, if you can find a way to keep Lamar in the pocket and make him beat you with his arm, well, Lamar can beat you with his arm. And he's got weapons now, right. right? I mean, that was the big complaint about him. He, he didn't have weapons. Well, now he's got, I mean, Flowers is, I think, clearly their best receiver. But you got Beckham, and you got, uh, was it Bateman? Got Bateman, and, you, and got, you, you got Aguilar. And now Likely is kind of coming to his own. And now you got Mark Andrews back. And you can run the football. Yes. And just and by the way, Justice Hill is a legitimate threat out of the backfield catching passes. And not to mention now Lamar's ability to use his legs when he has to. Which would ha- which is what happens in the playoffs, where it doesn't matter. Like there's nothing, there's no tomorrow. We need to do whatever it takes now to win. Uh, by the way, you're listening to DNR ninety eight seventy SPNWEPNFM in New York. 
Um, the question is, do you trust Lamar Jackson more than Patrick Mahomes in this spot? Well, I don't necessarily know if that's the case. I think everyone would say they trust Patrick Mahomes, but, I mean, Patrick Mahomes isn't playing against Lamar Jackson. He's playing against Baltimore's defense. Right, and it is a good defense, and it is a good home field advantage. The thing is, I I don't worry at all about Kansas City. Like, Baltimore could win the game. I firmly believe you're going to get Kansas City's A game. Mahomes is going to play at a very high level. Kelsey's going to answer the bell. Like, I have have zero concern about what Kansas City does. Baltimore may win because they're better, but Kansas City's not going to show up and lay an egg in this game. No, I don't think so either. But I think there's a real chance. I mean, I think there's a chance that you know Baltimore they led the league in sacks too. Like, it, it could Baltimore's defense poses a serious challenge for Patrick Mahomes, especially if he's got limited, you know, limited weapons that he feels comfortable throwing it to. If it's just Kelsey and Rasheed Rice, can that defense slow those two down? I would say probably yes. And, and Pacheco, right? I mean, he's a yeah. terrific running back, and they they really have emphasized the running game. He was great last week against Buffalo. Uh, he was great. I mean, that's the, like, that's the, see, that's the that's the crazy part about this Kansas City Chiefs team this season is they finally, after all these years, we said they have to find someone that can actually run the football. They can rely on running the football, especially to close games out. Well, Pacheco can run the football. They have to get their defense has to. It's the best defense he's ever played with. And this has been the year where just the offense hasn't. Now, the last couple weeks has been better, but offense hasn't been the same. Too many drops. Kelsey's right. not the same player. And now you're going up against this defense. So you like Baltimore. See, I mean. I get the better quarterback, and I get him to even lose by a field goal. That's very enticing. No, I'm not saying I'm – listen, I'm not saying I'm picking Baltimore with the spread. I'm saying I think Baltimore wins. So you think Baltimore wins, and without tipping your hand, you you think this is a, a close-ish game? I want to believe it's a close-ish game just because I have a hard time. And it might not be, but I have a hard time thinking that Patrick Mahomes in this spot isn't going to play great football. I mean, even the losses outside of the one against Tampa in the Super Bowl where they got run out of the building, uh, everything is close, no? Oh, he was running for his life in that Super Bowl. Right, and I don't, I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying, like, that's the only game I can even remember that they – like, the, the Patriots game was – they lost by nothing. The Bengals game was a field goal, right? Like, they don't, they don't lose by more than three points. No, and I think Patrick Mahomes, what did I say last week when I picked them? I think before last week he was – he was a dog in ten games. He was eight one and one. So they win that Buffalo game. So now he's nine one and one. Well, this remarkable. is. I mean, these are the these are the two best teams in the the AFC. Um, yes. I don't think Buffalo's far off. No, but these are the two best teams. I, I guess that's fair. So th- so that's the early game. We'll give our picks later. I don't want to tip my hand too much because RJ could steal my selection and try to hold me off. But we don't want that to happen. And you're right there with Ray, right? What are you, uh, tied with him or tied. leading him? We're tied. So there's two big battles going on right now. Because oh, yeah. you, you, you desperately want to win, don't you? Desperately. Raymond, does it matter to you to win? I, I would very much like to win. At this so point. you also want to win. And I'm kind of disappointed in myself for how last weekend went. What did, did you go one and two last week? I did. Yeah, he took all the, Raymond took all the dogs yesterday, last week. I thought it would play out differently. Really did. Playoffs haven't been good to me. They have not been good. Uh, yeah, because yeah. you're a cowboy. <sighs> wow. I remember. Well, you know, it all started with that game, too. He, he, lo- he loved the Cowboys. He was so bullish on the Cowboys. He couldn't help himself. And it, right in his face. Right in his face. I, right. I, I didn't see that coming. No, neither did I. That was a throttling. That was unbelievable. <laughs> it reminds me of my favorite Latin phrase. 
Oh, is that uh, Carpe, this, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, Carpe Omnia. As, oh. uh, as Rick has already stated, this cave on Thibodeau store, uh-huh. this is deserved. This is earned. You know what? Let's get C.D. Lamb's mom on the show next week. Uh, let's get her. Let's, Later Ramirez. Let's, 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 let's track her down. Or, or, or Tad Parsons. We could book him. Very busy show next week. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of you, got a, you got a lot of I work. Mean, at, at least I've got relatives of my team speaking out, not, not actual players. That, uh, is that better or worse? <laughs> you, could, you could spin it that they're not actually speaking for them. I can't. I, I can't spin it that that Kayvon Thibodeau's not speaking for I, how the locker room I, feels. I don't think. I don't think any of it is good. I don't. I don't think yeah, C.D. Lamb's mom is agreed. good. I don't think Tad Parsons is good. I don't think Micah responding to Tad is good. I don't think Kayvon <laughs> is good. I think Tad None is, is not, good. I think Tad, Tad is, I think Tad is Dax Tad is brother. Dax brother. I think Terrence is Mike Parsons. I know his T. Oh. <laughs> I told you. I only have so much that I can put in here. Oh, Medvedev. By the way, I know. Came back from down two sets to win in in five. God. Unbelievable. All I right. got so much respect for these guys, man. It's awesome. Matches over four hours. Right, and this then guy they can get barely... to do it again in, in, you know, on Sunday morning. Zverev can barely walk. Awesome stuff. All right, come on. Don't be grosser where you're taking around the I'm... league and you're going tennis, please. I'm not going anywhere. Just, you want to talk Big Ten over. basketball? No, you don't. All right. And then 6.30, Sunday afternoon into the evening, the prohibitive favorite San Francisco 49ers at home. Against the sexy Lions, Niners giving seven. Hold on one second. Is it still seven? I thought it was. No. I thought it was too. No, it just went up to seven and a half. (laughs) Might be seven and a half. It just went up to seven and a half. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. This could change everything. It could change everything. Oh, my God. Seven and a half. So someone is putting big amounts of money on San Francisco as we're going around the league before we make our picks. That's correct. Wow. That is right. Oh my goodness! All right, so it looks like here with these picks. All right, so it looks like according to my uh, my fancy stats, that sixty four percent of the money is currently on the Niners. Really? Yeah. After the Niners got lucky to win last week, and the Lions offensively looked elite against um, Tampa Bay. Yeah, I think that a lot of people probably putting money on San Francisco. I think RJ probably feels the same way. Is that there was three weeks off, raining, Brock Purdy not comfortable in the rain. That was kind of their stinker. They got it out of their system. And now they'll bounce back against the the Lions. Well, you know RJ's going to take the Niners. I, I would I would guarantee he's going to lay the points and take the Niners. There's something about this Lions team, though, man. They're very resilient. Their offense is excellent. And I will say this. I thought that the Bosa-Chase Young combination would be better than it's been. Like, those guys need to be better against this Detroit offensive line to put pressure on Goff to make him uncomfortable. Because if they don't, he'll pick them apart. Yeah, and on top of that, I mean, the ability, I think, which would freak me out a little bit if uh, if I was a Niners fan, how well Aaron Jones ran the ball against them. Because you're talking about, I mean, between Gibbs and Montgomery, they should be able to run the ball. Now, it doesn't help that it looks like Jonah Jackson, their guard's not going to play. Right, and, and the and replacement Ra- frame last week was brutal. Yeah, and Frank Ragnall's banged up. So, I mean, that should be to, to the Niners' benefit. Uh, it's interesting, though. When you look at these, these four teams, I mean... Uh, Fair to say that Detroit has the worst defense of the four? I don't even think it's a question. Right. Right. So, I mean, San Francisco looks like the weather's going to be nice. I think Debo will play. I don't know what percentage he'll be at. The Niners are going to be able to score points. It's going to be can Detroit's offense keep up? If I told you Detroit scored, if, if you were rooting for Detroit and are picking Detroit, and I told you they scored 27, would you take that? No. So you think Detroit needs to score 30-plus to win this game? I think they probably do. 
That's you it. don't. San Francisco is going to score points. I think if if I was like if I was a Lions fan, and you offered me twenty seven points, I think I'd take it. I think I have to know twenty seven. That's a big number. I know it's a big number. I get what you're saying, but I mean, is there is their defense going to be able to slow down San Francisco? I don't know. I don't know. I would probably lean not unless I mean, listen, Aaron Glenn did a hell of a job. Especially, I was watching some of the breakdown of how he schemed it up to get, you know, Aiden Hutchinson one on one, and what it did what it did against uh, against that Tampa team. But I don't know, man. I mean, Brock Purdy in the biggest moments of that game turned back into Brock Purdy that we've seen during the regular season. Why he was in the MVP conversation. Can, uh, I, dude, that's I a lot of weapons. I think you get good Purdy this weekend. I do too. And they got, I mean, I think you're going to get good Purdy. I think it was a wake-up call to that team. You, I mean, that, I mean, you, you you love the Niners. You're taking the Niners in this game. I don't know. It's seven and a half now. Come on. If you were going to take him at seven, you're going to take him at seven and a half. I never said I was going to take him at seven. I, I, I'm willing to bet that you're going to take the Niners. I think you're probably wrong. It, really? Yeah, I didn't say they were going to. I didn't think. I don't necessarily know if they're going to kill Detroit. I think Detroit's got a really good offense. I think you made a great point too. You know, with the injuries that they're dealing with on the offensive line, can the Niners take advantage of that and get the get the appropriate pressure to make Jared Goff make mistakes? Because I still but, feel like if you get pressure on him, he'll make a mistake. He's he's a good quarterback, but I still think if pressured, he'll make the mistake. Right, but if he's not, and you look at the weapons that they have, he'll pick you apart. Right. Um, here's Aaron Glenn saying if they need to bite kneecaps, they'll bite kneecaps. When we talk about gritty, that's who we are. Listen, we know exactly who we are. Are we the fastest? Are we the most talented? No. But we'll bite somebody's face off when we go play them. We'll bite a kneecap too. He just kind of faded out there. But, uh, listen, I think this is kind of America's team right now. I I think unless you're a fan of the Niners, you're rooting for Detroit. I think you're right. But I would also say as gritty and as hard-nosed and as physical as they are, I think San Francisco is probably equally as physical. I, I will agree. say, listen, San Francisco's a terrific team. I, I think last week was the outlier, not what, what I expect from them this week. Right. I will say this, though. Okay. There is one wild card in this whole thing. The wild card in this thing for you is Jameer Gibbs. No, I don't oh. think that's a wild card. A wild card. Like something like you don't really know what's going to happen with this this guy. Doesn't necessarily have to be a player. Uh, not a player. Dan Campbell. In this well, spot. With some of his uh, aggressive nature. Like how aggressive he's going to be in these spots. Because I think sometimes, RJ, correct me if I'm wrong, sometimes Kyle Shannon has the tendency to get a little conservative. A little tight. Yeah. A little tight. Like at the end of the first half, that was brutal. Dan Campbell ain't going to be tight. No. Dan Campbell's going to swing it. Like they're going to give you everything they got in this one. Like the bag, take it's going to be empty. Could you see this? Niners up 31-24. Lions drive down the field. Go for two to win. seconds left. They score a touchdown. They go for two. Yep. Like, I, I believe anything that's kind of like 50-50 in any moment, he's going to go on the side of being overly aggressive. That's who they are. That's how they got here. You nervous about this game, RJ? Yeah, of course. I mean... Why, why of course? You, I mean... GFC Championship. There's a lot on the line. One but day. so what? You weren't nervous last week. Yeah, I've, I've, I've learned from my ways. So you you were you are embarrassed at the way you handled last week. Um, and, and I will say, and I, I guess you might view this as a cop out. Had you told had you told me it was going to rain the way it did, I knew rain was in the forecast. As soon as Purdy came out with a glove, I audibly said, "Uh oh, <laughs> that that changed it changed everything." Did you say, "Oh bleep"? 
<laughs> there were some bleeps, yeah. There were some bleeps. Purdy in the rain, like you, I couldn't unsee what I saw from that Cleveland loss. I don't, I don't expect that people remember that, but earlier in the season, yeah, he he can't play in the rain. I I feel much better. The the biggest opponent that I can't control is the weather, and the weather's going to be good. So. So you feel good. You feel bullish about this game. Well, I feel like if they lose this game, it's going to be because they got outplayed or out-schemed or out-coached. It won't be because of the weather. Well, out-coached doesn't happen often. Yeah, but, I mean, Shannon in the playoffs, uh, until he gets over the hump, he hasn't. Do you so. want to give us a, a treat and just admit to us you're taking the Niners right now, minus the 7.5? Nope, I've learned from my ways last week, Dave. You won't do it. I've, I've scaled it back. I got a little a little too confident. So He was very cocky last week, huh? Well, I really thought that's what... Uh, listen, Green Bay, I, I underestimated them, I, but I I do think you you change the weather at least even back to neutral. I I think by the end it's a two possession game. I I do believe that. I like that right. he's cocky. I like it. No, I'm scaling it back back to no. Humble. You're still deep down inside. You're still arrogant yeah, about this team. Uh, yeah, but I, I'm not going to show it anymore. We're back back to humble. That's that's smart. Uh, all right, and that's uh, around the league. Raymond, kill the music, would you? Thank you. And now we go from around the league and very quickly we transition to the frenzy. It's time for a frenzy. <laughs> a football frenzy. You could say that 10,000 times and it still out. wouldn't be enough. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. A football frenzy. Any team, any player, any question. All right, now. This is kind of heartbreaking. These are the final frenzies of the season. 1-800-919-3776. Football Frenzy brought to you by Samwell Institute for Pain Management. Anywhere you want to go. Championship weekend. The Giants. The Jets. What Thibodeau had to say. Aaron Rodgers. What receiver would you like to see for the Jets? Any question. The only prerequisite is you hop on and you do it quickly. And there's no introduction. And you ask your question. And that's it. And anything but that will result in... And you getting kicked off the show. 1-800-919-3776. Rick, ready? I am ready. Jeff in Howard Beach. Jeff, frenzy, go. Because Chris Greer sucks at his job, I want to hire you guys as my co-general manager. Would you nice. extend to a, for 40 or $50 million a year? Nope. Or would nope. you make him play on his option? Option. No Ooh. way. No. Wh- why? why? Why would I extend them now when I don't have to? Why would you extend him? Yeah. Well, I mean, because I can, if, he, I, if he has a season like this next year, right. Then what do you do? Oh, you know what? I'll cross that bridge. We, then, we, then, we then, fell then, apart. Then you're pushing. Then you're pushing seventy. Seventy price million. Tag's only, a price tag's only going to go up. Yeah, Come on, I'm not. I'm this, not pushing seventy. This this is what happened with Dak Prescott the first time. That the, the, they could have agreed to a number like 30, 35 I, million. They ended I, up paying forty. Am not paying him now. No, I'm not doing it. You pay him. It's a slippery slope the NFL is going down with this whole, like, next guy up gets paid the most kind of deal. Do I pay him? I think it depends on what he wants. He probably wants, I don't know, $50 million? Because if he has million? a good season and stays healthy, the price tag is just going to go up. Like, and if I, you don't know now, when are you going to know? I got to be honest. I don't, I don't know that I'd ever pay him. For what reason? I just, I don't know. Something doesn't seem right. I, I don't love Tua. So what do you feel like the condition, like everything has to be perfect for him to I, be? I think that they have to have home field. It's got to be above 40 degrees. And they just, should have had home field. They screwed they that should, up. They, they, I mean, listen, they fell apart at the end of the season. I don't know. I just, I, I, I and I, I like him, and I think you can certainly win games with him. I don't know if you're 
getting to your ultimate goal with Tua? Well, I mean, it's a question that Mike McDaniel's going to have to ask himself. Right? Are there any limitations because we have Tua? Because otherwise, what's the other option? Therein lies the problem, right? What, right? what do I do at quarterback if I move on from him? And he's a good quarterback. There's no doubt about that. Right. So, as he mean, listen, there's only so many Burroughs and Mahomes and Josh Allens. Right. So, so what would you do? Would you pay him? Again, I'd have to see what he wanted. I, and I would have to... I mean, he didn't get hurt. The concern was, could he make it through a full season? He did. Right. And he, he was good. He made it through the season, and he got worse as the season went on. Um, and it also feels like they're big bullies. Like, when they play teams that are not very good, they'll score 1,000 points. And when they play better teams, they struggle. Well, they struggle. No, listen to, I mean, uh, their defense was also banged up. Bad. I mean, you lost Phillips. You lost Chubb. Oh, you lost everybody. So, Jalen Ramsey was hurt for an extended portion. Uh, Howard I think was that's, out. But I think that's an organizational thing they got to figure out. Like, anytime, anytime we talk about teams that have the ability to win a championship, you always talk about how versatile the team is. Like, they, the team can win in a bunch of different ways. And it doesn't feel like Miami's there yet. I mean, Ty- Tyreek Hill is amazing. Probably the best receiver in football. He's not a young man anymore. You're not, you're not, you're not getting five, six, seven more years from Tyreek Hill. No, but I mean, again, you run the risk. Like, he's a good quarterback. Do you think he's going to get better? If you think he's going to, I mean, if he's, and what's the, what's the better option? Who's replacing him? It's a honestly, I think this is a really tough offseason decision. I think you're 100% right. He is a good quarterback. Is he worthy of that kind of money? Is he going to stay healthy? And is he going to lead you where you want to go? These are all very important questions. All right, let's move along. Colby Asbury Park. Colby, you're on the frenzy. Do you think Bill Belichick will get a job this year? If not, where will he end up next year? No. No. I, I definitely do not think he's going to get a job this year. Unless at the last minute Washington feels like they want to hire him. I don't think it's not going to be Seattle. If he wants to go there. Well, I mean, you got new ownership. That takes right? two to tango, though, right? they got to give I mean, him you control. Have, you have the ability to to draft the quarterback that you want. I, I, it, listen, the, 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 the stars align for the Giants, but there's a lot that would have to go wrong for that to happen. I think the Hollywood ending would be he ends up with the Giants after the season. And wins the Super Bowl? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, for him, would probably be the perfect way to end his career. Could you For me, too. Well, I know for you. For me, it would be perfect. My career would end, too. I would just thank Dude, you very I, much. He, I'm, I'm, I'm done. If he has a year off, Santiago, what would you say before the show? This would be his first year off of the NFL in how Since many years? 74. 74. <laughs> Since before any of you guys so were born. 50 years. That's yeah. unbelievable. Well, I mean, he's a football lifer. West and East Hanover. West, you're on the frenzy. If you're a quarterback, would you rather have a top tight end like Brock Bowers or a top wide receiver like Marvin Harrison Jr. to throw to? Junior. Oh, the elite, the elite wide receiver, a game breaker. I love Bowers. I'd probably take. I would probably take the elite wide receiver. But but I, take I mean, the you see, receiver. you see effect. Like, you got a chance to watch it this weekend. I mean, what Sam Laporta's been able to do. So let, let's look at this now, right? We're talking about tight ends. Laporta's awesome. Kittle's yep. awesome. Yep. Kelsey's awesome. And yep. Andrews is awesome. You think it's coincidental that all these teams have great tight ends? No. 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 I mean, look at the Belichick Super Bowl teams. Right? Gronk, awesome. When they had right. Aaron Hernandez before the whole thing went down, he was great. Right. He really was. Um, let's go to Matt in East Meadow. Matt, you're on the frenzy. Would the Jets consider Brock Bowers over yes. a receiver at pick 10 if he's there? I think so. I think it depends on what happens in free agency. But you you got you to gotta shore up the offensive line. And, and I'm not saying how you have to do it. Like, I don't care if you do it in free agency or the draft, but you have to shore up the offensive line. Yeah, you have to. I mean, that's that's priority number one. 
I don't know that Barrow's yeah. gonna be there at ten though. Uh probably it doesn't it doesn't look like it. Early speculation sees he could go five to the Chargers. Be a nice weapon for uh for Justin Herbert, huh? Yeah, they gotta figure out the Chargers have a real salary cap situation going on right now. Let's go to Jake and Chester. Jake Frenzy go. Will Marcus Stroud be next year's top quarterback in the NFL in terms of passing yards and passing touchdowns? <laughs> you see what he did there? Took a, I love a, it. A, a, I love our a listeners. real shot at RJ. I like the Marcus best. Stroud a lot. A real shot at RJ. Uh, passing yards, passing touchdowns. Was, you think he's being serious, or just went to get on and? No, uh, I think he's being. I think he's being serious. Uh, I mean, Stroud was right there. Right there. I mean, threw for well over four thousand yards. Uh, listen, most. It, I, you'd be hard pressed to say he'd be most against the field, but he'll be right up there. Um, let's see. So this I mean, season, Zach's going to be up there. Mahomes is going to be up there. Burrow's going to be back. You can't. You can't say you're going to take Marcus Stroud. Uh, no, Marcus Stroud. No, no. Corey CJ, in, in Greenwich. Hi, Corey. Where will Justin Fields, Russell Wilson, and Kirk Cousins end up next year? Your prediction right now. Oh, oh. boy. So it's what Wilson, Fields, and who? Cousins. I think Cousins stays in Minnesota. I think Cousins stays in Minnesota. I think Does I think Fields, Fields, ends, Fields ends up in Atlanta or Chicago, and then Russell Wilson ends up in Pittsburgh. Hmm. The Steelers. Jose in Pennsylvania. Jose, you're on the frenzy. If Brock Purdy lights it up this week, Niners win, and Lamar Jackson lays an egg, Ravens lose, does that help Brock Purdy in the MVP race? No, the MVP's already voted on. Yeah, it's, it's a regular season award. It has nothing yeah. to do with the postseason. Uh, Kenny and Merrick. Ken, you're on the frenzy. Josh Jacobs returns to the Raiders, or where does he play next year? I don't think so. The kid that filled in for him was really good. Uh, Josh Jacobs, wasn't Josh Jacobs waiting in the parking lot because he thought he had a deal done and it never got done? <laughs> yeah. And, and then they, the they, franchise they franchised tag. him, right? Yeah. No, I don't think they're going to keep him. Uh, Raiders have some interesting decisions, too. Like, they have a lot of talent, but they don't have the quarterback. Uh, no, I don't think Aiden O'Connell's the guy. No, I'm confident he's not. Shooter in Stanford. Shooter, you're on the frenzy. All right, let's do some gambling math. The gambling websites, they give you free money. So if you bet $10 of the ESPN app, $10 DraftKings, $10 FanDuel. You bet $30 of your own money. You now have $480 of free money. Well, your $30 of your own. Uh, you bet $80. You mur- murdered. Like, uh, honestly, you, shooter, goodbye. He took the frenzy outside and murdered it is what he just did. He, oh, where was he, he going with that? He beat it repeatedly. Yeah, first, but where was first, he going with first that? First of all, he sounded like he just ran a 5K. Yeah. I kept thinking he was going to end up somewhere. I, kept, and he, and I let he, it go. He, that's he, my fault. You know, I'm going to take that's my no, fault. No, 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 no. I don't blame you, Ray. I don't blame you. That that Shooter is a P1. He's a heavy listener of the show. The fact that he tries to play games all the time, it was not great. Frenzy's not the place for games. Well, no. I don't mind games if it's leading to somewhere. Was, where was that going? Well, it was going, I was going in circles. He's probably Right still, down the drain. He's probably still talking. Yeah. Jared in Morganville. Jared, you're on the Frenzy. Who's going to end up naked on the billboard? RJ. Wow, that was confident. I, I Listen, last week I would have said me. This week I say RJ. Your picks are locked in. My picks are locked in. RJ, your picks are locked in. Yeah, I'm not changing. Wow. Because I have control of the board. Right? Uh, do you have control or do I have control? Well, I went 3-0 and I'm in first place, so I would just imagine that I have control of the board. RJ, who has control of the board? 
So I guess it would go, in this situation, it'll go back to who had the best record the week before, right? So I that think that would be, me. yeah, that would be Rick. I think, right. is, it, well, is that fair? I mean, Rick. Kind I guess. Of, I feel Do the Rick right is, thing though, Rick. Do the right thing. Which is. Well, what's the right thing? You yeah, both think the right, the right thing, thing is you have RJ lead off. But you both said, that's why I just asked. You both have your picks locked in. Locked in. But I think you have RJ lead off to really you know, well, do, see, it, do whatever you want. Yeah, see, I don't trust you now. Why? Because I'll, it, I'll, I'll text you my picks. Hmm. Oh, what if I make you say your pick at the same time? That, then we'll just be talking over each other. Yeah, I say AFC be, Championship game, and you just yell at the team you want. So, uh, Chiefs! <laughs> yes. Yeah, that'll be good radio. All right, <laughs> that's that's it. That's the frenzy. Raymond, football frenzy. That it, I know. That's it's the these are now dwindling. We, I mean, well, how many do we have left? You have Monday. Yeah. I don't. RJ, do we do a frenzy next Friday? Uh, how, how much do you think we can get out of the frenzy on Friday? I, I mean, it's not a football weekend next weekend. I I can't. I don't want to have bowl frenzy. I mean, come on. No. Mm-hmm. Do they even play a Pro Bowl? So it's... so we're saying the the final. Frenzy is Monday, or do we take a week no, off no, no. and then bring it back? We, we, no, we do it the Friday before Super Bowl. The Super Bowl, and then we do it the Monday after the Super Bowl, and then I think it. God, this is tough to say. I think it kind of goes into hibernation for a little bit now. Wow. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. I think they're listening to me. They're everywhere. Dave. I know you're here. Catch the show on demand wherever and whenever you want. Woohoo! Over here! Just subscribe to us, rate us, and review us wherever you get your podcasts. This is the last great weekend for quite some time. Have I told you I hate February? Uh, you've never said you hate. Uh, I maybe hate you have. Fe- I hate February. Um. Why do you hate February? Well, the weather's not great. Yeah. So it's not like you can do a lot of outside stuff if you're not like a person that enjoys the snow, right? No well, we really, haven't gotten, like that. we really haven't gotten much snow lately. No, but I'm saying like unless I'm going to go skiing, go, go up to like some mountain or something, which is not my thing. So I don't really, I don't really love that. Uh, weather's not great. You don't spend a lot of outside time. And the sports are, I mean, there's, there's nothing great. I mean, Knicks are playing well. It's terrific. But you're kind of in that doldrums, you know, you got the Rangers. Month. Rangers, yeah, and it's big, and you got the outdoor event against the Islanders, which is, is fun. Good Islanders game last night, by the way. Nice, thanks. Good start in the first period. You know, you take shots at me all the time. It was a nice listen. It was a it was a beautiful tribute to Patrick Waugh going back to Montreal. How great are the Canadians fans, by the way? Dude, I'm telling you. Have you ever been to a game out there? So, so this is funny. So I was at the last Rangers game ever at the Forum, and you'll remember this because it was the game after 
Patrick Waugh allowed like 11 goals and they left him in the game and he got traded to Colorado. That yeah, was he, the game. He walked behind the bench. And Jocelyn Tebow was the starter. So I w- went up there with after the Rangers played a game on Friday night. And then I drove up Friday night, spent Saturday in Montreal. Game was Saturday night. And they are awesome. And the most excitable fan base I have ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, that's one of the great places to to play a game. Great place to watch a game, too. Actually, I had Cassie, before I got, before my, it's almost like I sensed it was going to happen. So I told her, I, like my entire career, I said, you got to come, you got to come to Montreal and watch a game. So right before I ended up getting, it was on that road trip, I got sent down, actually. So I got put on waivers during that road trip, but she was up in Montreal, watched the game, and got to experience it. And, and you know what the thing is also? The fans are decent. Like the like, if you go and you root for the other team, they're not throwing beer on you. They're not screaming and cursing at you. Like they treat you like a human being. That they, they, they are great up there, dude. It was so funny because we were like, so we'd have pregame skates and stuff. You know, most places, and it's just like, yeah, you know, it's it's there's no one there. It's it's an empty building, right? right. Maybe some reporters go to Montreal. There's like people, and like there's there's so much attention. There's people in the stands. It's crazy. It, and Toronto's worse, right? Uh Toronto, yeah. Like I mean, they're Toronto, they're crazier. They, Toronto, those guys can't go anywhere. So what? What is what like? Toronto's like the cow, but Toronto's like the Cowboys of okay. the NHL. So 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 it's that like up in Toronto. So Raptors have zero pressure. Uh no. They, so they the, have, the Raptors are like the University of Texas basketball team. Yeah, they, I'd say the heaviest the heaviest jersey in the NHL is the Maple Leafs jersey. Followed by, in the NHL, yeah. Um, it's a good question. That's what I do. I provide deep insight. Yeah, you provide questions, you know. deep. Deep, insightful questions. I'd say the Rangers jersey is probably getting pretty heavy right around now. Yeah, I would agree with that. But by the way, I I I don't know if you feel like this. I need the Rangers to win. Um, as far as like win the championship tonight, tonight. Yeah, I can understand that. I need. I they've been playing awful. The game a little against trepidation San Jose. going on right now. Well, I don't feel great about it. Shostakin has not been very good. I mean, let's be honest about this. He's not been very good. It feels like the scoring has dwindled. I don't know. I just I feel like, and I get it. I mean, you're in the doldrums of the season. You had a great start, so you're going to wind up going to the playoffs. But it it doesn't feel great. No, I listen. I, I get what you're saying. I understand that, especially with the expectations for this team. I mean, you, you you're going to need guys to step up, man. You can't rely on the power play, which they have too much. Which is fine. Like the power play, you need to have a good power play, but you need to score five on five too. Shesterkin, the problem with Shesterkin is he set the bar so freaking high for himself. I know, he was so good. But he's gone from being so good, and he's very average right now. Well, you know what it is, too, what ends up happening? And uh, even, I would, I would say probably the same about Sorokin a little bit, too, is that all it takes is that one, that one goal a game, right, during the course of a season, that one goal that you know you probably should have had that makes your numbers look, you know, less than they should be, mm-hmm. like a little more pedestrian than they should be. I mean, you talk about the season he had. He was on a historic pace that season. Like, at one point, his save percentage was like, I think it was up like a 944 or something crazy, his save percentage. That's wild. Which is unheard of. What, what are you looking for? Anything in the 90s? Um, now it's different. Before it was like anything in the 90s. Now it's probably closer to like 9. You're trying to get closer to like 920. God. Uh, I'm just learning this now, too. There's an extra day in February this year? That's a leap year. Oh, come on, You familiar man. with the leap year? Oh God! I got a lot of birthdays too. I got so now I we got, got a February 29th this year. I got my mother's What's birthday. What's the big deal, Cassie? Well, you know how does that work for us though? Now, do we get an extra day off? Yeah, no. 
You got you got to search your contract for that. God one. forbid we got an extra day off. So your, do your you best think friend tries to steal days for working an extra day. Uh, your best friend tries to steal days from us. Not tries to. Does they steal company holidays from us right out from under? Yeah, and, and and smiles about it right to your face. Yeah, mocks us. Maybe I should stop. Maybe you know what it is. Maybe it's me. Maybe this I is my fault. So. Why? Uh, maybe if I don't draw as much attention to his like really short sweaters and bad shoe choices, maybe he'd be nicer. <laughs> I actually wanted to be a paleontologist. I feel like I'm in his head now with his clothing. You know what he loves too? He loves the, the like the Godzilla stuff. Like loves it. Really? Oh, yeah, like loves it. Well, he wanted to be a paleontologist. He's and always he, been a Godzilla guy, though. He's always been that guy. He loves Godzilla. You got to figure he must be a big Planet of the Apes guy too, right? Listen, I don't know. I, I think there's more we need to know about him. I just thought it was like a Disney thing. I didn't know the Godzilla stuff. Yeah, he loves Godzilla. He, I imagine he adores the primates, I would think. And so people know, too. Like, you think Dave is crazy about, like, uh, how he consumes football and won't go places? John is a close second. John's uh, right below you. Yeah, he loves football. Like which, he's already, which is like, part of the reason that I love him so much. Right, but he's like different level though. Like it's more than love. Like he's scheming up ways to get out of birthday parties and events. Well, he's like planning this. years in advance too. He's like, I will not go to this if it's next year at this time. And these are big events that he's. He like, got. Kind of, how about this? You would have loved this. There was a time years ago where I was the voice of reason. He had a meltdown. Week one of the regular season, no. The postseason, no. Meltdown when. The Hall of Fame game. Oh, the I remember Hall of that. Fame game. I remember that. So they were like out at a party and he went crazy to his wife saying, we better be back on time. I better be back on time. They they were late and they had traffic and they showed up like half an hour late to watch the Hall of Fame game. And he had a nervous breakdown. That's psychotic behavior. Yeah. Was this, I don't even think his team was playing in the game. Was it? Were they? Who cares? That's how much he loves it. The Hall of Fame game. They should pay us to watch the Hall of Fame game. Not him. No, he, God, he, well, good for him. That's why I love him. You know what's uh, amazing he, about you two, though? This is what? what's amazing about you two, is that you both act the way you act, and still you both have wives that can't get enough of you. Right. It's amazing that's right. to me. Why? I because maybe that's not we're how it so, should be. Maybe we're so great outside of our adoration for football that they have no choice but to just adore us. Most marriages, I don't think, work that way. No? I think if you act like, like you guys act, it usually doesn't end up well. You couldn't envision me with like just someone that was that was very strict. Like I have to, I have to be able to run and be free, right? Which I think is why we get along because I let you be your, yourself and be yes. free. I'm just saying, like in like in my in my experience with marriages, to have you guys act the way that you act, and like Sherry thinks you're the greatest thing that's ever happened, and yeah. then John's wife just wants to make babies with him every single day. <laughs> yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, well, rather than judge us, you should you should commend what we've done. Uh, it's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it would work for me, but, I mean, God. Well, how much leeway do you have in your marriage? As far as what, stuff like that is concerned? Yeah, like, are you on a short leash? I, no, Cassie no, no, no. seems like she's pretty, pretty, pretty flexible with allowing you to do the stuff you want to do. Yeah, dude, I'm, I mean, I think we're both blessed. Like, uh, there's... Like, I mean, you make, you make it sound like you're going home to, you know, to Griselda. I mean, you, you got a pretty no, no, good no. wife there, my friend. No, uh, no, I just don't. I know I don't like I would probably get some pushback, though, if I started like having the kind of recluse behaviors that you had like on football days. <laughs> like I'm going to have people starting. So, waivers so, you, and stuff. so you leave the house for two nights and that doesn't go over well. No, mm-hmm. I leave the house. I leave the house for a couple hours. She's like, where were you? It's like I was I was trying to buy you a present, actually, is where I was. 
I can't get out of the house to get you a present, so I had to, to sneak out of the house to get you a present. I'm going to go big on Valentine's Day this year. Oh, go big. I'm going to go big. I got a birthday coming up. She has her birthday in uh, next week. Next week? So you, you have birthday, Valentine's Day, like within a 10-day span, huh? Yeah, I got her birthday. Ugh. I got Cheryl's birthday. I got Kay's birthday. What is Cheryl's your mom. Yeah. yeah. So why do you refer to your mom as Cheryl? Well, it's better than Mickey Rourke, yeah, isn't it? I was going to no, say, no, no. at least he didn't call her Mickey Rourke no, this no, time. No, 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 no. But, but most people refer, refer to their mom as like, and then I got my mom's birthday? Not Cheryl. Well, you mock me every time I say it. So I said Cheryl instead of you taking it no, and you say your it like mom. Say your mom. My mom's birthday. Uh-huh. I got Kay's birthday. I got Raymond's 40th birthday. It's a busy month for us. It's a very busy month for us. Thanks for listening to the DiPietro and Rothenberg podcast. Looking for more access to the show? Why? Because you know why. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at DR on ESPN. See what they put on my call screener? That's not me. I guess I blew through a break, Rick. And he goes, I'm glad I put the time up. Well, you did complain about about the screener. Sorry. Yeah. I would say that's probably RJ. RJ, you put this up? I put that when you were three minutes past the time, yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> we, we, we may have discussed that in here. How am I supposed to function when I have all this negativity coming from every, every spot in this studio? Well, you made it a point to call it out, so I'm just now holding you accountable to the times. I didn't, I, all I did was call out, like, can I get an out time? I wasn't, like, trying to make a big deal about it. You're, you're, you're making a point here. You're mocking me. Glad I, I put the out time up. <laughs> I didn't say it on the air. I just posted it. That's all. I thought we were having riveting conversation. You took your grievances on the air. What, what am, I, I don't have access to type on the call screener, RJ. Right. You're the cave on Thibodeau of the show is what you are. Let's go to the calls because I don't Put want to Put a microphone spiral. in front of your face and all of a sudden spiral. dirty laundry everywhere. I didn't, I didn't air any dirty laundry. RJ, did he not air you out for not having a call screen? I didn't air uh, him out. I just said, RJ, what, what can you give me an out time? Was it not airing him out? You take dirty laundry like a heartbroken axe and you throw it over the balcony. That's you. Just raining pants. <laughs> yes, that's me. <laughs> this, you, you usually are so good with your like analogies and your quips. That was really bad. No, I don't think so. I think You're... that's you. You take the laundry out and you just throw it out for all to see. We don't handle anything behind the scenes. It's not no, right. That's not what we do. That's what, that's what Rick demanded when we started the show together. Is See, that we, we are out in front of everything. All right, well. So now you put an out time up. You're doing your job before you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> How he words things is amazing. What do you mean? I craft them. <laughs> yeah. And that's, they just, I should work for Hallmark. Those are the words of somebody with yeah, right. a very, very high opinion of himself it's and, like a, lo- and apo- a low opinion of everyone else. It's like his apologies. If I hurt your feelings, I'm sorry. Well, what's wrong with that? <laughs> your wife says you're the not, worst. That's not an the apology. worst apologist ever. That's ever. not an apology. What do you mean it's not an apology? If I hurt your feelings, I'm sorry. But but you don't mean it. <laughs> well, of course, absolutely, I mean it. No, you don't. You're insinuating you, you the person is the person uh, soft. I, I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings. Right. And the implication is that that they that that's a soft that person with soft babies. With, yeah. yeah. Okay. So how is that an apology? <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you not if see I, the issue here? If I hurt your feelings, I'm very sorry for that. That's not. It was not my intent. Every orifice I had, there was something <laughs> put in. <laughs> Let's go to some of the calls, please. Dave in the car. Dave, good morning. You're on 98.7. Hey, good morning, guys. Um, I've been listening a lot to what you know. What's been said about the Giants this morning? Uh, the the gentleman going on the podcast, uh, throwing a little bit of shade at Daniel Jones. 
the whole thing with uh, Barkley and and how you even, Dave, were struggling to find out who were like the senior people on the team. And I've kind of been harping on this. I just think if the Giants got a quarterback now, let's just say they get a quarterback. The organization seems to be really trying to figure itself out. Isn't it going to be a disadvantage for that quarterback? It's kind of like if Shroud went to the Bears last year. They would have destroyed that kid. He went into the right situation. They put the right people around him. They actually have a quarterback right now in Chicago who isn't bad. But it's like I just don't see the Giants right now needing to do anything more than to get Daniel Jones healthy and to win and get back to the playoffs other than bringing in and resetting the clock with a quarterback. I don't think they're ready. They don't even have a full coaching staff yet. Am I being too too well, negative how, here? Uh, well, how are you going to get to the playoffs if you if if you, you have all these ailments, right? I understand. Yeah, you you make I understand the point you're trying to make. I just don't see they're not going to get a top quarterback, right? They have perhaps maybe may get a quarterback. I just don't see the organization right now, as it's constituted in this moment, maybe it'll change when the season comes around. I don't see this organization right now moving in a in a direction where, you know, if they got a good quarterback right now, it would help them. They they have to they have to figure some more things out there. I, there's more that Dave like has what? to do and Shane has to Dave, do. Like what? They have to bring in some new. They have to bring in some new coaches around Dabo. They have to reestablish a culture in the locker room, and probably doing that without Barkley is not going to be the easiest thing to do. I'm not sure the team is sold on Dabo, that's all. I mean, I want to see them successful. I just see them right now as, you know, having a lot of corrections to make, much like the Eagles and other organizations. But since the Eagles have more talent and, have, and just went to a Super Bowl, it, the Giants going through similar problems, I think, is, is a little bit more challenging for them right now. I, I actually think it's a good call. I mean, I don't necessarily agree, and thanks for the call, everything he said across the board, but I, I think it's fair. I, I mean, if you, if you mortgage a ton to draft the quarterback, are you putting that quarterback in position to succeed? I mean, what, what do your receivers look like? What does the offensive line look like? Right, but you told me that you believe you believe. I, I do Brian believe Dable. In, in Dable, I do. All right, so in that, I mean, that's the... That's the most important thing. Do you have the right coach to develop the quarterback? You said yes. You told me. I you said so. yes. Okay. I think so you said you would trust whoever Dable decides he likes. Yeah, I mean they need help. Hasn't I mean, he? Hasn't he earned that? Even if you don't trust some of the things that he does, hasn't he earned that in in just his quarterback guruness? Yeah, I think he has. But I also think he's he's earned some criticism with just how how he's handled the coaching staff. The start that them I mean, the start of the season, how the team came out. Here's the thing, though, to Dave's to Dave's point with you know trouble in the locker room. I mean, from what we've heard, and now I don't know what's true and what's not true, but it seems like the the players really like Brian Dable. It was the coaches that had the problem with them. Correct. And again, I go back to this, and I think it's important. They play for Dable for whatever yeah, but, reason. You want to say they play for Brian Dable? I don't like the reason though. Why? That's my biggest problem. I don't like, again, I don't know what's true and what's not true, but if, if that report is true, the reason why they support Dable is because training camp training camp is really easy, and the last three weeks of practice were walkthroughs. is not the is not the right reason to have the support of your players. But but they fought through every single game for him. And they also got off to a horrendous, horrendous start of the season. Horrendous. Which could, which could I mean, I, I would lean towards probably because training camp was so freaking easy. Maybe. Like you you're, come out of a season, I mean, you're right? 
where you overachieve, win a playoff game, everyone's feeling good about themselves, and you have, a, you have an easy training camp, and they show up, you know, show up to the season, get destroyed by it was Dallas. So bad. I mean, you get destroyed by Dallas. You you were off. I mean, even though you beat Arizona, you felt like you lost that game, right? And then what? And then I don't know. Seattle got involved. Like you were like, oh, it was terrible. It was an awful, awful start for the Giants. So I, I don't know. Listen, I mean, I. Again, I just don't know if you're going to be able to take the quarterback anyway. Yeah, I don't know that you will. I don't know, but you, have, you have two second-round picks, so do you somehow move up and take the quarterback? Right? Do you love J.J. McCarthy? Well, you can, and then give yourself the opportunity to have the 50-year option. I mean, that's right. a possibility, too. I, I don't know. We'll see. Let's go, to, uh, let's go to Shaq in the gym. Hey, Shaq. Hey, uh, how's it going, guys? Um, I had a question. Um, so, uh, you know how there's always a debate about, like, Brady and Belichick, who gets more credit? I was kind of curious, you know, when Andy and... Mahomes kind of go their separate ways, or when that comes to an end, who's going to get more credit for the dynasty they put together so far? Good question. Um, I think it'll depend on what happens with this team once Andy Reid is gone. What happens with Patrick Mahomes once Andy Ma- Reid is gone? Mahomes is going to be great. Like, do you think there's going to be any? I guess maybe a little bit, but like Mahomes is going to be great when Andy Reid is done. Mahomes is going to be great. And you know what? In fairness, Andy Reid was a great coach before he had Patrick Mahomes. Right, but he Patrick never Mahomes won, has made, but he was a Patrick Mahomes coach. has made him a an all-time coach now. Yes, but he was going to Super Bowls with guys that maybe didn't even deserve to go to Super Bowls back in the day. Went to the playoffs every year with those Eagles teams. Right, and he was known as a great coach. Now he's, I mean, now he'll go down as an all-time coach. Yes. One of the greatest coaches. I think, it, dude, I'm telling you, just as a former player, and knowing how important development is and situation is, is I would probably always lean towards the player just because it doesn't matter what's schemed up. What position you're like the player still has to go out there and execute what's actually being taught and what's being coached. But I can't say enough of I can't I can't praise Belichick and Andy Reid enough for how they developed Brady and how Mahomes Amazing. is being developed in uh, Kansas City. Right, we need to break because otherwise, Arj is going to put a, a nasty you know, message on the call screener for me. Football Friday is brought to you by Bet Three Six Five. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet Three Six. Five. Come back, 9 o'clock hour. It might be the best hour of the week with the plays of the week, which might be the best segment on the show. It's DNR with you, 98.7 ESPN. Check off that New Year's bucket list with tickets from Vivid Seats. Your home for every tackle, slap shot, slam dunk. Vivid Seats celebrates fandom with unbeatable rewards like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals with Vivid Seats rewards you earn with every purchase from tip-off to final buzzer. Vivid Seats has a great selection and great prices on all the 2024 games that matter to you. Just visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN. Thanks for listening to the DPHRO and Rothenberg podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. on 98.7 ESPN in New York, the ESPN New York app, or on your smart speaker by asking it to play 98.7 ESPN.